So, here's an experiment for you. Next time you go into your local supermarket or shop, try and find something without any plastic packaging on it. I'm gonna do just that right now. And into Kingsland Shopping Center. It's about 9 p.m. So straight away over to the fruit. And that's the blueberries covered in plastic. Ditto for the raspberries and the strawberries, and the apples and the grapes. Mushrooms, stringless beans, mange too, and sweet corn, avocados, every single salad item, even the tomatoes and the sweets. I guess the clementines still count because the mesh is still plastic. I'd say that 90% of the fruit and veg is covered in plastic. Please scan it now. Thank you. Goodbye. That's just one section of a supermarket. Shrink-wrapped, sealed. And the reason that we did this uh, little experiment was because of a recent chat I had with someone who's been thinking about this for a long time. Could I ask you to introduce yourself? So my name is Bettina Maidment. I am um, campaigning for Hackney to become a plastic-free community. Welcome to Dolstonia, the podcast where we get closer to the people and the places just off the ginger line. This week, we're talking drastic plastic. So stay with us for some non-disposable encounters from deep within the borough. What, what, what started it off? Is it um, an exciting incident where you picked a plastic bag up and you've got... Just like, enough, enough. Um, I think I've always been a bit this way. I've always sort of, you know, you'd go into a shop and there'd be soup in one of these, you know, really hard, you know, containers or whatever. And to me, that's, I mean, maybe that's a product of my mother who was kind of, you know, like grew up on a farm in Finland in the 1940s. And it was, you know, that sort of don't throw anything away. But to me, I was like, that's Tupperware. And so I never used to throw it away. And I, but you know, that's sort of what it's designed for. So it was always in me, this kind of very, like, I, I just, it didn't sit right with me that you've designed something literally to be thrown away. Like whatever it is, I find single, single use and throwaway things very, weird um just wasteful i think it's just wasteful basically and um and you know i thought i was doing my bit i would recycle you know i was a very diligent recycler and my food waste and everything and then but you know every week the cordo shop or whatever would turn up and i'd just sit there for about five minutes filling up a bin and it was it was just like enough already like i just got really irritated by the whole thing and just and i think i'd been i'd sort of seen online I think sort of many years ago, actually, I'd read this blog. It was called Fake Plastic Fish or something. And it was this woman who had given up plastic. Um, and I'd remember reading in like, the Metro on the way to work on the tube one morning about this woman, Ray Strauss, who does this Zero Waste Week, about how she had, um, you know, reduced her family's rubbish to one bag or something um, in a year. So all this stuff had sort of been in me or whatever. And, but I guess with Instagram or whatever... I kind of saw just more and more people doing it, like the zero waste community. And I thought, well, do you know what? Actually, I can do that. And so that's how I started it. And it started off sort of in secret. It was like my weird secret that I did on my own because I didn't want to seem like a weirdo. Because for some reason, you know, like 
polluting the planet is perfectly fine, but you know, like trying to avoid plastic, you're seen as insane. So that's how it started. So I just, and, and I sort of started putting it on Instagram, just my, it was kind of just to record my own progress um, and to follow other people and just, you know, just hitting tips and all the rest of it. And it kind of grew from there. And as I got more into it, I became more, you know, I looked into it more and it kind of, it just changed kind of the way I did everything really it was really weird from plastic to kind of you know just the way I look at everything now from you know clothing to food to everything it's just everything um and then I kind of thought well actually this is the one thing that I have been passionate about throughout my life you know um is the environment and all the rest of it um and so I thought how can I make this how can I sort of do something good with this and I thought right I'm gonna I'm gonna turn hackney plastic free because <laughs> that'll be easy um, and then sort of looking into that, um, I discovered that Surfers Against Sewage did this, this plastic-free community. So they sort of provide a template and some guidelines and then they award plastic-free status. Um, and so I thought, well, that'll be easier. I'll just follow their template then. So that's kind of what I've done. And so it's been a while to sort of get off the ground just because kids and life and stuff. Um, but now I feel like we're sort of on an even kill. I've got the Hackney Citizen that are behind the campaign. You know, I'm in talks with the council um and yeah i feel like it's actually you know gaining momentum obviously blue planet had like a massive effect um sort of once that came out it felt a bit more like i could come out the closet come out the people didn't think i was so nuts anymore so um so so people actually thought you were nuts i don't understand yeah i mean it's just it's weird like these weird reactions i don't know whether it's people feel that because if you're doing something different you're almost like attacking them for doing possibly the wrong thing even though i was never I've never. It, it, is it a fear of judgment? I mean, are they worried that you're yeah, going to be exactly. scorning? People are every... always like, you know, when I go to people's houses, like, don't let her look in the bin. Don't let her go near the bin. Like, you know, like they turn up to anything. And they're like, I'm really sorry. I've, you know, I'm really sorry. I've done it. And it's like, well, don't worry about it. Like, please, just you know, you're everyone's doing whatever they want to do. But this is how I'm choosing to live. So, what do you think? How is how has Hackney responded to? Well, so, th- so I guess my Instagram following has got bigger. You know, um, more and people know. And it's kind of friends talking to friends, talking to friends. It really has sort of snowballed like that. Like I just bumped into my neighbour and she said, "Oh, um, oh, my friend, you know, what's it? You know, knows about you. She wants to talk to you." So I guess it's it's kind of you know obviously, but I don't have. I'm not like Beyonce. I don't have like you know <laughs> like a worldwide following, but. I think it's, you know, there was an article in The Guardian yesterday that people will are actually more willing now to pay more for plastic-free goods. You know, it's it has, it's it's getting out there. You know, it's so much in the media now that is out there. I saw another friend the other day and he was like, I was in Essex at the weekend and people were talking about it over a barbecue. He was like, it's reached Essex, man. You know, like, so it's, it is out there. And, you know, there's a lot more um, bulk-free, like shopping plastic-free options now in Hackney, which is amazing. And... I don't know, I think there is just, I think it's just an awareness now and people are sort of realising what's, what they've been sort of blindly doing for so long. I think that's part of it, that you know, the awareness is increasing, but uh, the big, for me, the big barrier, the big hurdle is uh, actual steps of action. It's all very well yeah. being told, don't do this. But how so, can so you So what, what are some of the steps that people can take easily? Um, I mean, so you've got the really easy basic steps that are just kind of, you know, if you're you know we're having a cup of tea a cup of coffee or whatever if we were to have this to go you bring your own cup or you don't have one or you sit here and you drink in you know it's it's really it's little things like that and bringing your own water bottle and just kind of little remembering a tote bag or whatever just 
forward planning if you're going shopping just bring a bag you know do whatever just do you really need to put a bunch of bananas in a plastic bag like they're kind of well protected anyway um so it's little things like that that you can just do and then you know then there's obviously much bigger things you can sort of go a lot further and kind of it's you know swapping out certain things in your life that it's just kind of just being a bit more thoughtful I mean so on holiday with France we went on holiday with another family and she kind of we were in the supermarket and I try not to you know I can be quite OCD about the whole thing control freaky sometimes but you know when I'm with other people I try just to let it go let it go um we're in the supermarket and I you know it's just buying pasta and I was like oh do you mind can we just buy that pasta instead of that pasta because that pasta is in a box and this one's in a plant and she was like sure you know she didn't care she just kind of she was like yeah just things like that hadn't occurred to her before you know it's just so it's just little things it's just changing habits really you know swapping one bad habit for a better habit um how we can all sort of reduce our own plastic usage day to day so do you have um you've obviously got a presence online do mm. you ha- do you have events do you actually go and meet people do, what, mm. is there a more kind of a personal or, or... yeah so we hold litter picks we meet by the canal or another location and we just invite people to come along we just have a little cleanup basically and it's actually really fun i don't know like, people that came along to the last one were like they really enjoyed it it was a chance to get out and just have a walk around and you know people do love their local area like people love hackney this is why i sort of feel like this will work because people are passionate about their area you know we've got you know opposite this huge park which leads onto a canal which leads onto the river which leads onto the thames which leads onto the sea you know it's not you know we are part of a you know we are connected to the seas or whatever and just just locally just generally i think people don't want to see all this crap surrounding them and so it was nice just to clean up and do something and you know guys that were just walking their dog came along and said you know what we just want to do something you know it's really disgusting up there just give me a stick let me go let me at it kind of thing so you know a lot more and more of that's happening you know and it does there's a group called um i think it's cleanup.org and they're a charity that you know it's kind of it improves mental health and all the rest of it it can be really depressing just seeing dumped rubbish all the time and rubbish strewn everywhere so there are events going on and how long have you lived in hackney um i have lived in hackney for about seven years now it's the first time i've sort of lived anywhere you know where i felt really and maybe this is part of the reason why i want to do it but it's the first place i've lived where i feel really part of a community i know my neighbors you know our neighbors help each other out it's it's really lovely and just and i especially i guess my kids go to the local school so it's literally like anywhere you go like hi hi just walking around you know and just really getting to know people maybe that's part of the reason why I sort of you know I'm keen on doing this because I do really love the neighborhood you know and I love the people that live here I love my neighbors and yeah I just want to make it a better place what have been some of the most extreme reactions to what you do I mean do people just take this very neutrally or do they push back or do they embrace it fully what happens sort of in terms of the campaign I haven't had I haven't had any real pushback so far personally you know I've had the odd troll that you know just you know says you know it's just like it's all pointless or you know like oh, what a luxury to be able to live a life like this and I just think really what to carry a water bottle is a luxury like I don't really understand that but so far I think you know it's been mainly positive I don't think you know what I'm doing I'm not I'm not sort of I don't think I'm doing anything that bad really I don't really know what you could you either want to get involved or you really don't in which case I suppose maybe that's not the way that the world works these days with social media and like you know everyone has to has to fervently disagree with you if they don't want to but so far thankfully it's been positive I haven't had any real negative feedback. Is so. the, the ultimate target 
a plastic free hat? Yeah, is there a percentage? Oh, no, is, there, is, there, is, there, is there a metric or anything? Or is there, is yeah, there a progress so it's a cert, Yeah, there's, you know, so it has to be, I think, a third of schools um, need to sort of sign on to the campaign, um, which, you know, already is working. My son's school, they've got a new pat lunch policy where they're sort of getting rid of, I don't know, cartons with straws and encouraging kids to bring in their own water bottle reusables and just getting rid of a load of plastic tat. Um, so it's schools, it's a percentage of businesses. Um, I think maybe it's like 70 businesses in the borough, which, you know, is, it's not that, I don't think that's an unachievable target. Um, I'd like to go further. Um, and then it's getting a big employer on board. So that's what we're sort of working on getting, you know, like Homerton Hospital or something like that on board. Um, uh, and the council need to get on board. So there's a few sort of targets to achieve. I think it all just kind of adds up and it's almost, for me, it's this mentality of waste. You know, it's once you sort of realise that actually you know what you're doing is it's just you can't do this all the time you know if you're buying a plastic water bottle that's 300 every day that's 365 bottles it all adds up you know seven billion people on the planet like all of these things may seem small and like what does it matter it's a straw but you know, around the world globally it's huge um and just it's for me i found by concentrating on plastics it was a tangible way for me to feel like I was doing something against climate change or the environment but it also led me to sort of question everything I do so I just so only time I buy something now I think well is there another way can I can I borrow it can I make can I do without can I buy it second hand can I you know it's just post you know going on Amazon and just buying something it's just kind of being more mindful of everything which this is you know it's almost like a sort of gateway drug to sort of a more sustainable life <laughs> you know, just like just we can't carry on we can't carry on living like this you know just kind of you know everything for our own personal convenience we need to kind of and that's maybe where this sort of plastic free status comes in you know we need to work together as a community to try and stop all of this because otherwise what future is there for our children like you know it's just going to get worse and worse all the big fossil fuel companies they're not going to go oh, okay well we've had a good we've had a good innings let's let's just all go retirement now they're pumped, what is it, 318 billion dollars they pumped into the sort of plastics industry to create new plants to literally flood the market with new plastics. And unless we as consumers sort of take us, you know, obviously governments and businesses, everyone needs to take a part of it, but you know, the buck stops with us. If we say no, we're going to stop buying it. If people stop buying it, eventually we might stop producing it. And it's the same, you know, it all links into things like fracking. That's, that's why there's been a huge um, rise in sort of cheap oil you know that makes the plastics is because of fracking in the US so if we bring in fracking to UK then we're also going to end up with a lot of this shale gas which will be used in the absence of all other things for plastic so it all it kind of does link to climate change and all sorts of other things it's all kind of interlinked and I think it's just just need to be a bit more mindful about how we're living in general if there is to be a future and as a result of plastic free hackney mm. is there has there been any story or anything that you've seen anyone do that you're like oh, yes so my friend came back from the supermarket um and she had a she had like loads of apples in in a tote bag just like hanging around loose in a tote bag and i was like did you do this for me she's like yeah like not for, she was like i didn't do it for you but i just realized i didn't need to put it in the plastic bag and put it in the plastic bag you know it's kind of stories like that that i get a lot of that i've done this now and my friends are doing this and that kind of thing it's kind of like paying it forward like that cheesy film whatever that was is there anything you'd like to add or a, a place where we can reach you or anything yes you can so i'm on uh instagram twitter um you can reach me at bettina at plasticfreehackney.com um 
yeah if you want to get involved or you want to find out more then please do get in touch I'm you know like I like receiving emails from people and giving them advice and finding out what they can do and and just you know if people do want to get involved what I'm looking for at the moment we're looking at um kind of creating micro communities within Hackney to because it's a big task to go around all the businesses or your local cafes so what we're looking for is you know if you live near I don't know if you live near Chatsworth Road and you you sort of want to and you feel quite strong you want to take it on and you want to go and ask the businesses get involved and we can discuss doing that um and yeah if you're a business and you want to get involved please get in touch awesome thank you very very much (laughs) so quite a lot to think about there as you'll see if you go shopping there's a great deal of invisible plastic waste we just take for granted and it's a challenge but not an impossible one, to try and change our habits, especially if it's for the good. As ever, it starts with the small steps. Indeed, after some resistance, I too am a recent refillable water bottle and reusable coffee cup convert, saving money and resources with every addictive drop of Java I consume. All thanks, in no small part, to Bettina. So do get in touch with her if you want to get involved with making Hackney or any other borough plastic free. You've been listening to Dorstonia, a Lartig Limited production. A huge thank you to Bettina Maidment of Plastic Free Hackney for taking the time to talk to us today. If you liked what you're listening to, please do rate and subscribe as this helps a lot. And feel free to spread the word. Music for our show, including our very own theme tune Kingsland, was composed and performed by the uber-talented Elvers. And more details about our contributor, and social media links can be found on our website, dolstonia.com. Or you can email us at dolstoniapodcast at icloud.com. This is your host and producer, Jason Cumming, signing off. Catch you next time with more people and places from just off the ginger line.